Hey, everybody. It's In Depth. Show number 25, Jeremy. How is that possible? It's been over a year. Shouldn't yeah. we be at least at like 28? Did we Maybe. skip some? I think we've skipped one or two. Okay. Yeah. For your wild travel schedule. Oh, maybe that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Anyway, uh, what, what we need to do is uh, we need to have a, an official intro dance. Because I feel like that intro is a little too fun to just sit here and stare at each other. I mean, if you're watching us on YouTube, you know, I'll, look, I'll shimmy, you know, whenever. But um, I don't know. I feel like we need some sort of like official move that we could sync up and do at the same time. Okay. Think about it. I want you I'll to think, think about, about it. it. Go back do to you your band, like your a, marching like band ma- days. Like a Macarena kind of thing? I don't know. I was just voguing. Yeah, I mean, something like that. Maybe we can, like, invoke Epcot or something. I don't know, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Leaning Eiffel Tower and Soren. There we go. <laughs> yeah, we bend yourself into a 45-degree angle. You are Soren <laughs> over the world. <laughs> uh, we have a good show for you guys, for sure. And I say that with all confidence because, uh, you know, what else am I going to do? Lie to you guys? I'm not going to lie to you. I want for once you to start it and be like, you know what? This is going to, this one's going to suck. So yeah, this hang show, on. Well, I mean, okay, this show might kind of suck. So hang on. <laughs> it's, it's, we're just sort of running into the same problem where it's like, there's not a whole lot to talk about. Um, but the stuff that we do have to talk about is going to be pretty cool. And, I want to first uh, give a big shout-out and a big mention to our official travel partner, Concierge. You go to concierge.com and figure out how to get to the parks. If you want to go to Disney World like Jeremy did, which I think we're talking about later for a little bit, right, Jeremy? Yeah, we're going to cover it. We're going to talk about it. All right. Um, Go to concierge.com. Don't go anywhere else. Don't try to do it on your own. I know you can, but you should let the professionals help you out because there's a lot of restrictions. There's a lot to know about what's going on. Plus, they're a big sponsor or they're a big uh, supporter of us. They're a big supporter of ours. So uh, please support them. They don't charge any extra for the services they provide. It's all wrapped up into the gate ticket that is exactly what you see on the Disneyland website. So they're doing this as a service. They're doing it free for you. Um, It's nothing extra. Not a whole lot in this world is free except the services at Concierge. So check them out. Um. Well, Jeremy, I don't know, man. How you have three stories? Three. Well, I don't know. Do you just want to go ahead? I only have two. Okay. Well, then I'll go first because then right. I can sort of, you know, bookend it. You know, we'll go. We'll do a back and forth kind of thing. Do it, baby. Well, I just, you know, the first thing it really isn't. It isn't really a story so much, but I wanted to bring you up to speed because I know you're very concerned about how the parks are operating in, in these COVID times. Um, and so I, since I did go down and, and live the life of a Disney guest, I wanted to tell you how it went. Tell me how it went. Well, the first thing is when you get there, there are no wait times. They might as well switch those clocks off because, <laughs> you know, it's like it's the, it's the land before time now. You walk up, they might say five or ten minutes, but even that is really just accounting for the time it takes to walk through the queue. Okay. All right. I like that. Um, so I, I pretty much walked on to right now. To be fair, I'll tell you that I didn't go on a weekend. I was there on a a, a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So okay. it might vary if you go on a Saturday or a Sunday. Even but, even at the parks where at uh, you know pre COVID Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, sort of the sweet spot, or is that Monday, Tuesday? 
Because like for Disneyland, it's like I think it's actually like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday now. Yeah, I mean, I know Friday at Epcot is a big day because you get the after four o'clock sure. uh, pass holders in there. Yeah, I would um, be there for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, definitely, I don't know which weekdays are the strongest. I think Monday okay. actually still tends to get a crowd because people like push their vacation a little bit into the next week and they yeah. leave on Tuesday. So, yeah. Um, so, my first day, I popped over to Animal Kingdom and I made the, uh, I made a beeline for that new, relatively new land, Pandora, the world of Avatar. It's new, it feels new to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's actually been there for like three or four years now, but <laughs> the, the wait times have not gone down for so long that even to get a fast pass you just couldn't do it and then it was like two hours to wait for its blockbuster attraction the flight of passage which is a simulator on a banshee from the movie avatar that ride had a 15 minute posted 15 minute wait and i was like this is never gonna happen again like we just we got to do it had had you been in that land before I mean, not on the ride, but, you know, have you cruised through it and checked it out? You're like, oh, blue plants. Cool. Yeah. Like um, the runs that go through Animal Kingdom go through Avatar Land. So I've gone through it when I'm running so so quickly. Um, and I think I kind of like skulked in there one time because there's a there's a restaurant in Africa that's right at the border of it. And I had dinner reservations there. So I think I kind of like lurked in, but I hadn't really gone in too much other than that and, and running through it. Um. So it was really my first time in there. I wanted to go on this Banshee ride because everybody talks about how amazing it is. Um, there was a slight wait when you get when you work your way all the way through the queue, but then when you and it, but that's just to deal with the few people that are there because they're putting you here, and then you got to watch the spiel, and okay. then you just go in, and they have it. It's it actually is kind of like Soren. Uh-huh. But imagine if every row on Soren is its own room. Okay. And with a screen in front of it. So it's like there are multiple levels, but then there are individual rooms lined up. Right. So you, but, and they've got the, the individual, um, you go in and maybe there's 20 of these banshees that you get on and they're situated in front of a really big screen. Um, but they have you, the parties spaced out. So I think of the, of the, you know, I don't know, 15 or 20 that were in there, there was maybe six of us. Then they, that was it. Okay. Um, okay. So that was great. And by the way, it really is the greatest ride. I've, I, I like, and I was this big anti avatar person. I was like, get it out of here. I don't want it. Oh yeah. It's not Disney. I rode on this ride and I was like, this is it. There's no better ride than this. Really? It blew my mind. Have you been on Casey jr? Cause I feel like you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> if if you think that was a good ride, well, not lately. When you put it like that, all right, that's what I'm saying. Uh, it was it's that good. It blew, it's mind blowing. It's mind blowing. Mind, you you forget wow. you're on a ride. I was okay. like, wow, I'm, I'm flying. That's crazy. And there was one point where like you you go down and I, they're not rhinoceroses, but they look it looked like them and they're fighting and like it looks like and the two of them like these two animals like go up because they're like sparring and it looks like you're going to go into them. I literally thought that I was going to hit them. I threw myself back. I'm like, oh my God. And then I, some person like a couple of seats away from me, like I could tell like looked over because I was like, "Ah!" (laughs) well, yeah, for sure. (laughs) And then I was like, oh, this is fake. They're like, oh my God, look at Jeremy from SpectralRadio.us. What a jerk he is. What a loser. Yeah. What a gullible moron. (laughs) 
so I and so I, that was great. Walked off. I turned around and looked at the entrance again. The sign had gone down from fifteen to ten, and I was like, "I'm never going to get this opportunity again." Went right back on and did really? it again. Yeah. Um, so then I made my way over to the Kilimanjaro Safaris, okay. which is the safari. Right. Yeah. We we did that one. That was good. I liked it. It was cool. It it's awesome. I walked up to it. There's no one in sight. I was like, I guess I'm, you know, there was a person at the front of the queue and I was like, hello. And it was, I just walked in. I was the hello. only person in the queue, walked up to where they load you to the area right before where they load you. And I was the only person. And she said, well, just hold, um, I just need you to hold on a minute here because we're cleaning the queue. So periodically all the cast members come off the ride, rag spray, and they're just wiping everything down. It was like, it was like uh, when a car in like the Indy 500 like r- pulls off to the side or whatever. I don't know. I don't know racing, but like you know how it like pulls sure. off, yeah. and then like all these people come out and they're like, ah, and then fix it, and then it goes back and r- rides again. Basically, that's what it is. And that's what this was. Yeah. So then you know that maybe took five minutes, and then she was like, "Get on!" And then by that time, a couple people had come behind me. The um, the trucks you they, again boarding alternating rows plexiglass up between every row i was the only one in my row so um that felt good then i walked over to expedition everest which also was posting a five minute wait on the way i wanted to grab some food and they have these relaxation areas where you can take your mask off freely yeah but they're so it's a closed off section it's basically like an area where you can eat there's tables Mm -hmm. You can sit down. Once you get to your table, that's when you can take your mask off. But you don't have to be eating. You can sit at the table and just take your mask off and have a minute to breathe because you're far away from any other party. And they've also got – so they have a a cast member who monitors the area, and you can only come in one side and go out the other. So you don't have Mm. the – like you're not going to bump into anyone. Every All the traffic's flowing together. Um, There was two other people in there when I went in. So I felt perfectly safe taking my mask off there. It's outdoors. People are, you know, a couple people in there. I sat down and I ate my uh, my dumplings from the little cart. Okay. Back over to Everest, same thing. Wrote it twice. <laughs> Just, it's like everything's, it's amazing. Um, so I think they're doing a good job. Now, the one thing is, um, overall, my impression is that the guests and the people of Florida in general, because I stayed off property, I was in a Walmart, I was in a supermarket because I was staying in an Airbnb, I had to get groceries a couple times. Mm-hmm. With uh, Almost to a fall, like, nobody was ever without a mask when they shouldn't have been. There was maybe in the three days that I was in the parks, I think I remember seeing two people who I said, that person is not... You know, they haven't stopped. They're, they are not eating. They should have their mask on, and it was maybe down below or something like that. Okay. Two times out of three days in these parks. So um, I was really impressed by that. That's good. That's that's good. I mean, I've, I've read that, that the cases in Florida are, are sort of slowing down, and that's yes. probably why. Maybe people are finally taking this seriously. Yeah, in my yeah. next story, I'm going to talk about uh, – in one of my other stories, I'm going to talk about the uh, the rates in Florida because we're going to talk about some attendance issues happening. Um, so I was, pretty, I was pretty impressed with that. The ground is well covered with spacing markers. Um, so sometimes it's a little bit difficult to follow because, you know, I've been on this earth for 40 years and I've trained myself <laughs> to walk a certain way. And now all of a sudden you have to kind of really be conscious about, oh, 
I, I went a bit too far or I'm not supposed to turn left here. I'm supposed to turn right. You're or, getting too you know, close so to like, people or something. Is that what you mean? Or just, or following yeah, like their guidelines just, is a little tough sometimes. Well, cause you're just not used. You're used to just going where you need to go and going the shortest distance between two points. Right. But that's not always the social distant way to do it. Like they might say, got okay, it. if you're going in this direction, you've got to go veer over here. And then, and you're just, it's just not your normal way you walk around like like when you go to the supermarket you don't go to the supermarket sorry yeah for the for those of us who know when you go to a supermarket jason they have made it so that the each aisle alternates directions there's tape on the floor with arrows Mm. well it's it's even if you see that it's jarring because you're just used to going and getting you know the soup in aisle three so you but you have to like i mean often i find myself in the supermarket going around an extra loop so that i can get in the right direction because i missed something in a certain aisle it's just that you know you're just not used to that um so that's a little difficult disney is deliberately keeping attendance low not only do you need valid park entry but you need a park reservation as well well how do you get one guests are divided up into three groups annual pass holders guests who are staying on property and people who are holders of regular park tickets so when you go and get a one two three or four day magic your way ticket Each of those groups is allotted a certain number of entries per park per day. So it's possible that you could be an annual pass holder and all the slots have filled up for that park that day. But there's still ones available for the hotel guests and for... So it's not like a total, this is how many people were laying in the park. It's Mm -hmm. This is how many of this type of person were letting in the park. Sure, they segmented out a little bit to give everybody, I would imagine, a fair chance to get in. Right. Yeah. Um. So actually, this happened to me. I went. I missed my. You get three. You get three reservations on a rolling basis. I missed my first day because it was raining. I figured, okay, well, I'll just get another one on Friday. Like I'll get. I'll get. I'll go back to Epcot Friday. Well, Epcot to annual pass holders was already sold out for Friday. Hmm. So the only way I could get into Epcot that day was to buy a one-day park ticket. <laughs> okay. You know, on top of the annual pass. That right. I have. Right. And but you I don't have to do it because it's like I'm there. And you don't get a discount because you have an annual pass. Like, it's just, no. this is what it is. No. Okay. And so you did it. I did it. All right. So um, that's the way they're sort of keeping that down. You could, uh, they have been, though, because the, if you look at the park calendar, you can see that the days for the, you know, single day ticket holders and resort guests are green for every park every day. Like there's just, they're just not filling it up. It's the annual pass holders who are getting cut off every single day. Okay. They are releasing them like the night before. So for those of you who are Florida residents or annual pass holders going to Disney world, just check the night before. Cause they do release a few more. Um, so that's it. That's what's happening. I think they're doing a good job. I've been back for 10 days and I'm symptom free. Okay. Well, that's and very that's good. What's important, right? That is, that is very much it. what's important. So did you, when you, uh, when you traveled, did you like stay in your, in your apartment for, for that long, just in case you had something or, and I'm not asking to like, I'm asking just cause I'm curious about what people who actually go outside do. Uh, I'm not sure I understand what you mean. Like what be- Because I-, I, I would be concerned if I, if I traveled, I would be concerned that I, that I caught it and then I would be spreading it if I stayed, if I went out to do stuff. Uh, so I would stay home. I would quarantine after I, I mean, well, I wouldn't, we, I wouldn't have traveled anyway. So the whole point is moot. I'm just curious. You wouldn't, you don't go out 
anyway. Like no. it's not. This isn't. I don't really understand the question because you aren't going anywhere. But what I mean, what pe- what people do, what normal human beings do who aren't afraid of everything, they put a mask on and they go about their business. Mm. Okay. You know, you might. Yes, there's a chance that you've gone to Disney World. But that's but why you have how, a mask. Are you gonna get? Are you gonna? I felt more exposed when I went to the Walmart in Claremont, Florida, than I did when going to Epcot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that was yeah. way more crowded than sure. Epcot. You could you could shoot a cannon off in that place, and it wouldn't hit anybody. You know, it's like no, Walmart's cheaper than Epcot, so the so Walmart was packed, and I was like, uh, maybe this wasn't such a good idea. Oh, really? You were a little panicking. I was a little yeah. nervous. Well, that's good. Well, because, that's healthy. You know, a little, that's where people were. Maybe it was, you know, the masks below the nose. Uh, I don't like that. That no. bothers me. Yeah. That bugs so. me too, man. Uh, we're doing, we're getting a lot of work done on our, our, our yard finally. Uh-huh. And so, you know, the guys would come in and I'd have to go out and talk to them. So I go, hold on, let me get my mask. Do the whole thing. And then I come out and the, the, the homie doesn't even have his mask on. I'm like, oh, God. So I'm like trying to like maneuver and sort of stay in this like eight foot bubble. Because I'm like, I don't even want to be around you. Even though I have a mask on, it's fine. And then like, uh, you know, one of the guys came. He's like, oh, let me get my mask. And then, you know, he would keep, he kept like pulling it up because it would sort of droop down. And then it finally just rested below his nose and he just left it there. I'm like. I'm they fine. do have a tendency when I'm your fine. jaw's moving when you're talking, they they do shift and you have to you kinda of, I do find that you have to move them a lot. Yeah. You should get a megaphone and just talk to them from the window. I wish I could, man. <laughs> you know but I mean? you know, but it th- that was definitely me sort of stretching my like comfortable my comfortability zone a little bit. So I felt like I had to do it to prove to myself to you know to whatever and it's fine the irony well, is good. now that now that we have uh you know a nice space in the backyard because it was just all dirt for three years mm. um i can't go outside because it's it's been 108 degrees every day for the yeah, last like four days yeah and now we have fires because we had the heat wave who brought lightning storms and so now there's fires and the smoke is uh, we're, i think we're at like semi unhealthy not very unhealthy right now but it's like we woke up and it smelled like smoke in our house the whole day Ugh. and so you're like we can't go outside because number 1 it's 100 degrees and number 2 it's just it's it's smoky like you can see smoke in our backyard across the street whatever so we're like man <laughs> that's the irony is we want to go outside but they're telling people to uh to to stay indoors and and not do that. So at least but at least we're safe and we're far enough away from the fires where we're not yeah. at any any risk or whatever, but Yeah, man. Hopefully we get a little rain out there to get rid of that smoke and that fire. That's terrible. Yeah, good like luck, that. man. California, whatever. We're not necessarily your, rain central. Like, your weather is literally like smoke. Yeah, basically. Yeah, that's the way it's been for sure. Because we've we've been such a drought for so long. Maybe not even drought, but just less rain than normal. Everything yeah. gets dry. But then we yeah. also have arsonists. Like one of the guys, there was they just caught the guy who started a big fire, like a two thousand acre fire in Big Sur up north somewhere. So you know, some of it's arson, but a lot of it's lightning strikes. Oh, jeez. Which was crazy too. Because that was Alice's first thunder and lightning storm, and she loved it. And then at one point there was a break and we went outside because the way our house is positioned, it's usually like 
blue skies over us because the way that the wind comes in off the coast, there's Mount Diablo. It sort of like blocks everything and sort of like comes around. So we're sitting yes. outside and we didn't really notice the clouds come, you know, rolling in. And but there's no thunder, so there's no lightning. We're like we're fine or whatever. And then immediately it's like not just wow. the rolling kind of thunder where you hear it, it goes and it gets louder. It's instantly like a level ten. I jumped. I was like you on the ride of Pandora or whatever. I was like, Wah! and then Alice just started crying immediately. Like from that point on, oh, she hated no. it. Yeah, it scared the living crap out of her. Me too. Sure. It yeah. scares me too. I don't like that. Yeah. You know what won't scare you though, Jeremy, is the 21st Amendment. No. No. Five, 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 six, three, Second Street is their address. Two blocks from Giant Stadium. You go there. You have a good time before the Giants game. Whenever this, you know, whenever this, uh, you know, lets up and we can actually do fun stuff again. But in the meantime, if you want to support the folks of the Twenty First Amendment, uh, they're good people. They support us. You should support them too. Ask for them wherever you buy your beer. Good craft beer is being sold in over twenty nine states, which uh, means that. Uh, I'm really screwing this up today. I didn't have it written down, and so I'm like, I'm like trying to cobble it together, like uh, Leatherface making a mask or something in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I wouldn't have known that that wasn't written down in front of you. Really? You just recited uh, all of that from memory? Yeah. I, I mean, I have you know. Look, I'm a professional. Anyway, check them out. Twenty First <laughs> Amendment. Uh, wherever you buy your beer, ask for their beers. They are phenomenal. They're very, very good. You will like them. They will like you. The beer will like you. Thank you. It smells good in there. <laughs> Where I in, like that smell. Oh, in the brewery? brewery. Yeah, 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 I like that. The grain, uh, the, the 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 hot water converting the enzymes yes. into sugar. They yeah. should make that into a candle or a cologne. I've thought about it. Parfum. I think they have. I think they have sort of, but uh, no one, no one cares. I guess not them. Twenty first minute, but just weird beer people in general you could just take a little of that uh, el sully and dab it behind your ear <laughs> you know? i do like that beer that's a good beer <laughs> anyway check them out 21st amendment um all right well i have some good news for shanghai disney fans jeremy uh, okay let's hear it I'm, I'm not really a fan but i don't hate it either yeah i mean i don't i'm i'm pretty <laughs> neutral about it but i know there are people who are very very interested in going uh so sure. the disney resort will be uh, shanghai disney resort will be increasing its daily capacity from thirty percent to a whopping fifty percent so I found this interesting for two reasons one our parks our domestic parks are not releasing the <laughs> the numbers like this but right. shanghai chose to at least their well, capacity. I mean, who knows how many they're actually yeah. getting. But our parks haven't announced their capacity. It's all been conjecture, as far as I understand. Um, this uh, raising of the capacity is due to new standards being set from China's Ministry of Culture and Tourism, which is allowing tourist destinations to increase their number of visitors. The country recently had its ninth day without any new COVID cases. At least that's what I read. So I looked it up because we go in-depth in this show chair. Yes. And so here's a quote from a paper, uh, quote, China reported seven new coronavirus cases in the mainland on August 19th. The National Health Authority said on Thursday, down from 17 the day before. And it's the fourth straight day of zero new locally transmitted infections. All seven new infections were imported cases. 
There were no new deaths. China also reported 22 new asymptomatic patients, up from 14 a day earlier. As of August 19th, mainland China had a total of 84,895 confirmed coronavirus cases. China's death toll is at 4,600. So this just totally contradicts the other <laughs> the other information I was reading. They haven't had a nine. They haven't had nine days in a row with any new COVID. They had four days of no new locally transmitted infections. But right, which and I don't even know if I believe that. <laughs> it's a little. I think when you get to like small numbers like that, I think it's a little harder to believe. Yeah, they have more than a billion people. It's where the virus started, and but and you're telling me they have none. Meanwhile, the island nation of New Zealand can't keep it at zero i'm just have a very like well number sorry like math is math and i'm sorry but like a country of over a billion people well every other country in the world large and small is having at least one or two a day and china's like nope we're good well that's what i'm saying right so but but they make it a and point also then open if that's true open hong kong they make it hong a- kong's part of china it is true uh, they make it a point to to differentiate between zero new locally transmitted infections and asymptomatic patients. What's the, what's the I, you know that's what I don't understand. Like they're 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 getting into the weeds here on on what is a case and what isn't a case, or what is locally transmitted and what is not. And it's like so you have no locally transmitted. Who care? I mean, not that who cares because I'm sure it, it matters in sort of the scope of like fighting it. But you have asymptomatic patients which are going up. So you have cases. <laughs> they have it. <laughs> They're just not showing yeah. symptoms. So how is that not a case? I just, that, that's what I don't understand. So they definitely have cases going on still. Um, I think it's cool for them that they're still only in uh, double digits, supposedly. But um, anyway, so based on that information, the uh, Ministry of Culture and Tourism decided to um, increase the number of visitors to their tourist destinations, which, of course, includes Shanghai Disney. But that is not all, Jeremy. Shanghai Disney will also be relaxing some of these restrictions on its reservation system in order to give park guests more flexibility in planning their trips. If you are an annual pass holder or if you have a single-day ticket, you will not have to make a reservation. You'll just have, you have to send your date in and your personal information or whatever, and then and then you get your QR code when you arrive at the front gate. You show up. Otherwise, okay. you, you have to secure your spot to visit, and you have to go through the whole rigmarole. Okay. So that's cool, I guess. That being said, things aren't as rosy for Walt Disney World. Starting on September 8th, all four of the Disney parks will be reducing their operating hours. Magic Kingdom will close an hour earlier at 6 p.m. Epcot will close two hours earlier at 7, which offends me on multiple levels. Hollywood Studios will close (laughs) at 7 p.m., also an hour earlier than usual. Animal Kingdom will open an hour later each day and close an hour earlier. So they're going to be opening at 9 and 5. So Animal Kingdom is getting it uh, on both ends. Um, so there you have it. Things are, uh, are, are opening up in some respects and, and also sort of reacting to the lack of, of tourism in others. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't like that Epcot. It's, it offends you that Epcot's closing early. Epcot is the best. It's the best part. Magic Kingdom was cool, but it's like, it's like bizarro Disneyland where you, you've seen it and it, it's it's new enough and it's different enough to be like, oh, this is interesting, but it's also very samey. Epcot was the only park that I went to that was like, wow, this is incredibly different in a mm-hmm. lot of terrible ways, but a lot of really good ways too. 
Um, and it's, it's, it, it was one of the only parks that I, I was in that I really felt like this is a new Disney park. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So, yeah, yeah I don't know. I just, it offends me. They need more shade. That's all, that's all I care about over there. Well, you're giving it plenty of shade. <laughs> you're throwing shade. That's right. That's right, baby. I'm uh, also getting fat. Thanks. Uh, I feel like I'm getting fat. That's yeah, one of the reasons there's no beer tonight. I'm not getting fat. Oh, well. Yeah, my weight has stayed the same, baby. Well. <laughs> I don't know, man. What are we talking about? I like about? this. You, 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 you <laughs> bait me with, to, so that I confess to things and then withdraw. Yeah. Well, I'm a master, <clears throat> master at doing that. Yeah, well, Jason, to piggyback on my previous story and what you were just talking about, Deutsche Bank is claiming that Disney's worldwide parks attendance numbers are down 80% to last year. Wow. So that's a big number. I'm sure you're wondering how Deutsche Bank even knows the usually close guarded attendance numbers of the Disney parks. I am wondering that. How do they know that? Well... Deutsche Bank has proprietary geolocation software, or data, I should say. Okay. And two of their analysts released their findings, which show, so they can see where people, you know, we've all got all this information on our phones. They're constantly giving off our location. They can basically yeah. see where people are. Yeah. Um, so without Disney even telling us who's going through the gate, we know. Um, the, the two of their analysts have released some of their findings. The analysts claim that currently Epcot, and Disney's Animal Kingdom are outperforming Hollywood Studios and Magic Kingdom. Hmm. But I would caution you on that assertion. <laughs> and here's why. Please tell me. Um, Epcot and Hollywood Studios. I don't. I don't think it's fair to say that Hollywood Studios is less successful because um, it has a lower capacity. So. Hmm you might see that there are more people at Epcot because its capacity is estimated to be around 110,000 people. Okay. But Hollywood studios is estimated to cap out at 60,000. So mm. that park could be full and yet only showing a little over half of the number of people that are over at Epcot. Yeah. Is that, are those mm. numbers taking that into account? Do you think? No, I, I don't think so, because yeah. these guys are literally just counting people who are going, you know, they're counting people who are going in based on their geolocation. Hmm. Man, you would think they would take capacity into account, but. Uh, oh. Well, well, that's why I'm just saying I caution you on that, because right, also right. what I'm finding is that Hollywood's they're saying Epcot and Animal Kingdom are outperforming, but. When you go to the reservation system, Hollywood Studios is usually the first park to close to annual pass holders. Okay, so it's, it has Star Wars land. It's so it's higher in demand. So it's higher, and I believe it's higher in demand. Hmm. Well, you are a numbers guy. Look at me. See my? <laughs> I, I got my calculator right here. See it? <laughs> I was just running these figures. Um, where was I? Tear that ticker tape. Uh, so yeah, the Epcot can handle more people. So it's unclear how one might truly define success, but nevertheless, they can tell that the parks are down in attendance by 80%. Meanwhile, over at Universal Orlando, attendance is trending better with that resort seeing its highest comparison to last year, this past Saturday, dropping merely 64% to its last year, this time attendance number. Um, so they are continuing on an upward trend. And I'm wondering if that's because 
of the reservation system at Disney that is blocking annual because everybody who's going is a local annual pass holder, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I flew in, but not most people are just locals going in. Yeah, and I think if there if these local annual pass holders are getting blocked out, like I was, if you're there for like I was there for ten days, I only could go to a park for three days unless I bought extra tickets. They live there. If they are not able to get into these parks because they're full, well, maybe they're just heading over with their Universal Orlando pass and going there. So is is Universal acting as sort of like a back, a back uh, like a overflow? An overflow, yeah. Disney parks. Hmm. That's my theory. That's a good theory. I buy it. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Some predict that attendance at the parks should steadily begin to increase now that the state of Florida has reported decreasing new COVID-19 cases since a high reported on July 12th of just over 15,000 new cases in one day. And a percent positive rate edging closer to the 5% experts claim is the level the virus is controllable without overwhelming hospitals. This marks seven straight weeks of declining percent positive t- positivity testing in the Sunshine State. For Disneyland, which remains shuttered, there doesn't seem to be a light at the end of the tunnel as cases in California have plateaued but have not yet shown a discernible downward trend with California reporting its second highest single daily toll of new cases just last week. So, <laughs> yeah, we suck out here, bro. What is going on? I, I don't uh, know. Um, based on what I pe- what I see from people outside, more people are wearing masks, which is good. Um, so I think that's part of the reason. I mean, that is the reason why things are plateauing, but people still sure. don't necessarily really understand. Like, you know, it's not it's not. Uh, I don't wear masks. I don't know why that's hard for everybody to understand. And people are like, well, we're being controlled. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. You're right. Yeah. You're not controlled in any other aspect of your life from traffic signals to paying your taxes, but <laughs> you can't wear a mat. Like, come on, just get over it already and just do it. And I think that that wave has sort of hit everybody finally. Cause they're like, fine, yeah. I'll just do it. And I think that's why cases are plateauing. Yeah. Well, that's good. And that, you know, cases will be a lag indicator because it takes yeah. a couple of weeks. You got you, from you, when you start wearing the mask for people to stop develop, you know, so mm-hmm. yeah. if you guys are plateauing now, you'll you'll start to come down. I think it's like three you, to five weeks because you also have to wait for friggin test results, man. Um, sure. Taryn's sister actually went to get a covid test and uh, she wanted to because her husband who works in the wine industry, uh, he's an essential worker. He wasn't feeling well, stiff neck, blah, blah, blah. Went to get a COVID test. He got his, I think, like the next day or the day after or something like that. Totally fine. Just a random virus that he got. Um, mm. But then she started having similar symptoms. But she, her test would have taken 10 to 15 days, business days, not even a weekend, to get results back. And she's like, well, then what? if I have it, it's going to be gone by then. Like, who cares? So she, Yeah, so she didn't go. So it's like, well, okay. Uh, and then they ended up being fine. It was like a, a 24-hour thing. But um Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it things are, are 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 weird. So if you have it, you could you know that lapse in in reported cases could also they could also be cured or or, or dead or or have other the uh, the other Resolved. long yeah the other long lasting like health implications. It's not even just getting it and be, feeling better or dying. There's a whole gray area that we're still learning about. But like. That could yeah. also be, like you said, resolved already. So the number, the rolling numbers are just, they're never going to line up because of that, that sort of window and the time it takes for you to get your, vi- your, your uh, results back. Right. 
Well, there you go. I'm an expert. Disneyland, uh, Disney World of Ten, it's down 80%. Love it. Love to see it. Not really. I mean, you know, hey, man. Like, that makes sense. That's why they're closing things early. You this know? is it. Yeah. Um, Jeremy, you know that they have, and by they, I mean people that we, well, actually we did, we did talk to, uh, these, uh, these lovely folks, the Van Eaton Gallery in Sherman Oaks, California. Oh, yes. They do a lot of the Disney, Disneyania. Is it Disneyania or is it Disneyania? I think it's Disneyana. Disneyana? Okay. That makes a little more sense. It's easier to say. Disneyana auctions with a lot of like sells from the movies or props or whatever they they're a big scorer of, of of the props right so they just had um an auction last month and so this is a a list of the top 10 most expensive disneyland items Ooh, and i wanted to go okay. over it with you like normally this isn't really like in-depth newsworthy but i think it'd be fun especially after all the sort of like you know drama talk so make me guess something i'm going to oh okay for sure so the Frontierland restaurant, um, I don't even know where. I mean, obviously it was in Frontierland, but I don't know what they're referring to right now. It used to be called the uh, Don DeFore's Frontierland Restaurant. It was open from 1957 to 1962. Wow. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know where this was. Maybe it was by the Casa de Fritos. I don't know. Whatever. Um, above the restaurant, they used to have this 58-inch tall banjo-shaped sign. It was hand-painted with lights all around the rim or whatever. Um, it was uh, uh, named after film and television star Don DeFore, and it, apparently it hung in his sign for years after the restaurant closed down. So it was named after this actor. He had it in his house for a number of years. Now it was sold at the Van Eaton Galleries. Uh, what do you think it went for? The Silver Banjo Barbecue is what it was called. A sign from the Silver Banjo Barbecue. Shaped like a banjo. I'm going to guess. Hand painted. $23,000. Well, you would be wildly incorrect. (laughs) (laughs) That that went for $56,250. Wow. Although, you know, that's really crazy. That's cool, though. I mean, the fact that, because you're telling me that it's from 1962, and I'm like, Technically, it's from late, but I'm like, where the hell has this been for the last 50 years? Right? It's apparently from 1957. So let's be very clear about that. Here's how about this one original Space Mountain ride car. It's a 10 foot long Space Mountain ride vehicle from the opening year of the Tomorrowland attraction. The coaster has minor wear from use, but has been restored to museum quality. It still has original speakers and working audio. Working audio? I don't know okay. what that means. Maybe the cars played the audio? I don't know. I don't know what that means. But the speakers work. The original speakers from... When did it open? Fifth, uh, when did it open? That wasn't original. To Disney, no, it, it opened. We talked about this. I know. Um, sixty. I want to say 60-something. God, I'm No, stupid. it was in the 70s. 70s? It was like 74 and 75, I think. The chat will tell us. Oh, maybe it was, it was definitely Starport... I think it was 75 in in World. It opened in World first, and then it opened in Disneyland, I think, the following year. 77, my Star birth Person. year, bro. Ooh. Yeah. That's nice that you share something with... <laughs> something cool. With that. Um, um, anyway, how so much how do you think a ride car went for? Uh... 
$725,000. Well, you would be wildly incorrect. Uh, This went for $53,125. So the sign... What? The sign went for more than the ride vehicle. Which I wonder if it's just because, like, what are you going to do with the ride vehicle? You need to have a ton of room to, like, you know, actively display it or whatever, right? I know, but come on, just the inherent, like, it's a original Space Mountain ride vehicle with working audio and museum quality versus some guy's sign from his garage. (laughs) This is this makes no sense. Uh, I know. Look, I agree, Uh, man. I guess the Disney marketplace has spoken. The Enchanted Tiki Room Fountain Shield prop. You know, one of the um, the, the the pre-show. Oh, no. I don't even think it was pre-show. I wonder if it was. It doesn't really say. So maybe it's from the inside of the room. Fountain Shield. Oh, on the, the fountain in the middle, they have the shields on the three or four sides or whatever. Yes. As part of the thing. I think it's one of those. Okay. How much do you think that went for? Um, Here, Enchanted Tiki Room. That's good. How about good. this? Pre-auction estimate. Four to six thousand dollars. Oh no! It went for more than that. It definitely went for eighteen thousand dollars. Twenty nine thousand three hundred and seventy five. Okay, well we're near, we're honing in. I still can't believe that Defoe's thing. I know, right? For fifty something. Um, how about an original uh, Fantasyland attraction poster? It's nineteen fifty five hand silk screened poster by Bjorn Arnson. Features the oh, Mad I Tea Party, Dumbo the Flying... His work is great. Dumbo the Flying Elephant and King Arthur Carousel Attractions. You know the one. You've, you've all seen it. They've had reprints and reprints. But this is original. Uh, $7,800. $23,730. <laughs> $750. Well, I guess uh, it is art. Splash Mountain Fast Pass sign. Mm. A very rare 63-inch tall freestanding sign composed of dense foam with a hard fiberglass coating covering a metal pole. Okay, that's, uh, mm, yeah, I would say that's going to go for 3600 Alex. Uh, $15,000. <laughs> okay. People have too much money to spend. I mean, it, it, look, and here's what the sign says. Disney's Fast Pass, please have... Uh, main entrance ticket available. You must be forty inches tall to ride Splash Mountain, and it looks like a like a hollow like a slice of wood. It's not cool. Yeah. It's not worth fifteen thousand dollars. So that was no. For me, that plenty was of other things I would do with fifteen G's. Uh, here's a depressing one. Um, mm. Joe Fowler signed Disneyland letter, a 1967 inner office letter written by Disneyland general manager Joe Fowler on the first anniversary of the park after Walt's death, and it says something like. Dear Hank, Walt Disney's death last December 15th was a shocking personal low to me, and I know it was to you. I'm sure it says some other stuff, but um, pre-auction estimate. See, this is, I think, what auctions do is maybe they lowball some stuff because this pre-auction estimate, two to $400. Yeah, I was going to say um, thirteen twenty-five. Literally $13. <laughs> no, you weren't. Uh, um, eleven thousand eight hundred and seventy-five bucks, yeah. buckaroonies. Um, By the way, I can't wait to put in your Christmas card this year, dear Hank. Walt Disney's death last year certainly hit me hard. I know it did you too. Merry Christmas, uh, Disneyland insurance engineering report and fold-out map. A eleven-page <laughs> fire safety report created <laughs> in August nineteen fifty-five for Disneyland with a thirty-six by fifty-four inch one-of-a-kind map created specifically. For this report, pre-auction estimate, four to six thousand dollars. 
Uh, okay, I'm going to go with the 8,700. 10,625. Okay. Uh, let's do, we're doing two more and then. And That's then, not what I think it's worth or what I would pay, by the way. Oh. I think I'm just, I'm just going by where that I would have said $600, but now that I've heard all these other ones, I'm kind of yes. adjusting. Well, and because what are you going to do with an 11 page fire set? I mean, I, I feel like the, 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 the crown jewel of this lot would be the map. So you frame that and you tuck everything else away. But then if you separate it, there's a tear out. Are you going to ruin the value? What are you going to do with it? A fire safety report. It's cool for history. And then you go like, yeah, I'll scan it, put it online and burn it. I don't know. Whatever. Maybe um, if you have a Disney, like a Disney Anna room in your house, like if you're one of these people who has like a, a special, like you have your tiki room, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. If you have a room that you've dedicated to, you could put like a glass attachere and and have it like backlit, you know that you. Can oh, walk like they do with the it. Constitution. Yes, this is what I'm thinking. Okay, great. Um, <clears throat> the extremely rare 1967 hand screened attraction poster designed by Colin Campbell for Pirates of the Caribbean is difficult to find and in demand among collectors. Pre auction estimate seven to ten thousand dollars. Oh, so I'm going to go a little higher than that. I think that's going to be around 22,500. 10,625, bud. <laughs> this is what gets me. It's an original hand-screened attraction poster for Pirates of the Caribbean, one of the single best rides in the history of theme parks. Right. And then you have a Fantasyland attraction poster going for more than double that. I don't understand. I mean, it's a little bit older, but who cares? Do you think that these people just don't want to be seen as mainstream? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, oh, because oh, oh, pirates, pirates is so yeah, bougie. Like that too. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, I know. They're like it, it's all about Defoe's restaurant that you've never heard of. You absolute losers. <laughs> um, here's the last one: uh, original Blue Bayou table and chairs. Ooh, see now that has actual value in the fact that you can sit at it. You know, like it, it has a purpose. Yeah, well, see, okay, here you go. So the title of this says Original Blue Bayou, but the description says the very rare park-used furniture from the 2000s. So this is from the 2000s. This is not original at all. Well, isn't the, the Blue Bayou is not a – well, oh, no, it is original. To yeah. The park, right? Yeah. Sam McKim drew the, uh, you know, stuff for, for that and for Haunted Mansion and for Pirates. That's not even a person. Yeah, it is. Clearly, someone hasn't listened to the last show. Uh, pre-auction estimate, five to $700. So to me, that, that, that sort of cements the fact that that's not original. For a table and chairs, you can't even get that at a table and chairs from West Elm. I know, right? Let alone one that sat in the actual blue bayou. I'm going to go with $18,600. $7,187. These people are the worst. <laughs> why wasn't I at this? I don't oh, know, I don't man. have any money. Yeah, that's also why I wasn't at it either. <laughs> And there you go. A table and chairs? Yeah, for four chairs. So that's awesome. You can put that in your living or your dining room. (laughs) It's true. Have you ever signed a petition? I I think I have yes, I have once on change dot and I forget what it was for. Yeah, I think I literally think that's my answer to that question too, if I were gonna ask myself. Yeah. 
Sometimes these petitions can be effective. A petition to retheme Splash Mountain to Princess and the Frog preceded Disney's announcement that they were indeed doing just that, though whether the, the specific petition in question was the cause of that change <laughs> is uncertain and also probably unlikely. Yeah, well, because they announced that they've been working on this for a year. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, another petition has surfaced. I love petitions, man. I think they're really the way to go. I hate them. I know, me too. <laughs> I think it's so stupid. Uh, another one, unless, I, yeah, this one has caught the eye of the writers over at the website Cinema Blend. They spotted a rather intriguing petition on change.org. This one wants to see a change to Disneyland's Matterhorn. I hope you're okay. ready for that. I, um, I mean, I, I would welcome hearing any idea. But it has to be really good. That's very open-minded. Thanks, man. Uh, the people behind this petition want to see the Matterhorn rethemed to Disney's 1993 live-action movie Cool Runnings, starring John Candy about the unlikely debut of the Jamaican bobsled team at the 1988 Winter Olympics in Calgary. Oh, jeez. Didn't, didn't we do that as a joke one time on the show? I think Terrence made that joke. When we, were do, when we were doing, like, retheming or when we used to do more of those armchair Imagineering segments, I think that was one of the running running jokes. Well, maybe these people listen to the show. This is, like, so meta. It's all full circle. Like, they listened to the show, heard Terrence talk about it, and then made this petition, and then we found it. Well, you know what? And I, if, if that's true, which I don't doubt at all, because, you know, we are the, the, uh, the influencers of the world, sure. um, I, I would be very upset that they didn't say it first heard on Ears Up. I mean, it's also they such didn't. an easy joke. Like, I'm not really trying to take credit for it, but I feel like we've talked about this before a couple of years ago. Well, the petition is by a group called Concerned Disney Citizens. Oh. It states that seeing as there is a bobsled ride already present in Disneyland, and since it's important clearly for Disney to represent their IP every single place in the park, and if it doesn't have it, they got to crowbar it in. Mm. Is this by me? <laughs> um, Disney's responsibly it's Disney's responsibility to educate the public through renaming the Matterhorn bobsleds ride to cool runnings quote the movie quote the ride mm. that's what they want it to be called. good little space balls in there okay all right yeah well not quote colon sorry I said quote oh. that's not the right word the petition ends with a final request and that is that they use the uh, they convert the Yeti into a John Candy animatronic <laughs> May he rest in peace. I love. I would love that. That'd be a great idea. This this petition has a whopping fifty followers. Um, and if you check out this petition, uh, or you can check it out at change.org. Just look for the Matterhorn, and that's what's happening. People want to change. I think this is. It's almost a bit of a joke. Oh, but, for uh, sure. I like it. I think yeah. they're doing good. How many people have signed it? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if the, I, I just looked at. I saw that it was followers. I don't know if that's a different number or not. Oh. I didn't go very in depth. Wow, dude, I'm disappointed in you, Jeremy, and that's okay. Once again, <laughs> you know I'm looking at that. Are you going to find it? Oh yeah, for sure. Please I want to know because I mean, if it's on like Cinema Blend or whatever it is, um, well, so when <laughs> Cinema Blend reported on it, they had eight followers. So Cinema Blend has given them a bit of a boost. 77, 79. It's like going up slowly. 80, 81, 82. Wow. 83, 84. That can't be real time. That would be ridiculous. What, literally as we're talking? Yeah. 89, 90, 91. 
<laughs> They're about to hit a hundred signatures on this stupid thing. Wow. Well, I like how the the picture is uh um literally a picture of the Matterhorn, not the ride. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. whatever. So that's uh that's what's happening on change.org. I want to know what other I'm going to start. I mean, I have petitions if that's what we can do. I'm going to start. I want Spectral Magic bring it back. I mean, I got oh, yeah. illuminations. Come on, I could get a illuminations petition going. That'd be great. Please do. We will promote it. And then we will laugh at you when you're not on. Like, who does this kid think he is? I'm sure you do that anyway. No, I would never do that. No, I know. I haven't listened. I, I You caught me. I haven't listened to the most recent episode. Well, I know because you would have, then you would have heard me yelling at you for ghosting us. I know. You totally did, too. And I was literally just sitting here staring because I'm like, well, got another 45 minutes. <laughs> Whatever, man. No, I was like voice texting you, screaming at you. All right, Jeremy, is that it? We're good. All right. I want to thank uh, Concy Ears. I want to thank 21st Amendment for helping put on the show. I want to thank everybody who is a Patreon supporter. If you're not a Patreon supporter and you want some cool rewards, go to patreon.com slash ears up. I've redesigned a bunch of this stuff. I'm actually going to be editing our first uh, new show, Cool People Doing Cool Things. I got to do that this weekend. Uh, I'm a little nervous, I'll be honest with you, because it's a show I've never done before. Um, I only know how to do live radio. I don't know how to do interview shows. I'm not very. I'm not a very good interviewer, but um, I, I think these will be good. Tommy uh, is my friend. He's a sound engineer. Went on tour with hundreds of bands, hundreds of bands, and um, I thought it'd well, be like really Aerosmith. Uh, not Aerosmith, but he did Irish Tenors. He did uh, Goo Goo Dolls. You strike me as a oh. Goo Goo Dolls fan. No, I'm not. Okay. Wait, what's their song though? I don't Wait, know. I think I do like one of them. I figured. Um, what's their song? They had. Uh, he went on tour with Metallica. He currently works for Dave Matthews Band. Um, oh, I like them. Wasn't there a an episode where you played a Goo Goo Dolls song accidentally? I don't know, man. Maybe. Well, that sounds like me. But yeah, like you were supposed to play something else, and then it was like, oh god, what, what the hell was it? I don't have any Goo Goo Dolls. I don't think. Goo Goo Dolls. I don't know. Oh, wait, I do. Goo Goo Dolls. One song. Let's see what one it is. Oh, Eyes Wide Open. Which, uh, uh, um, no, it's Slide. What is that? I don't know. Never heard about it. It's like... And I want to slide pieces of my heart. You know, come on. Don't you know it now? <laughs> That's not Slide. No. It's good, the Goo Goo Dolls. I don't know, very fuzz-toned guitar. Um, anyway, so that'll be coming soon uh, for Patreon people. Yeah, anyway, a bunch of cool stuff. So check it out, patreon.com slash years up. It's the only way we can keep doing this show. So if you want the show to continue, please uh, sign up. And uh, we do a lot of cool stuff. I'm trying to help. Uh, I'm trying to let everybody know way in advance now when shows are, are, are scheduled. And uh, Because I realize if we're asking for money from you, uh, we should be giving you a little bit more of a heads up than uh, what we're doing now. So that's my fault. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm working on it. All right, Jeremy, we're getting out of here, okay? Okay, let's, let's scram. All right, let's, get, let's beat it, kid. All right, thanks a lot, everybody, for tuning in. I appreciate it. Stay safe out there. If you're in California, uh, stay indoors unless you're uh, told to evacuate, man. I don't know what to tell you. And then uh, wear a mask, wash your hands, stay away from each other, and uh, listen to more Ears Up. Thank you. Also, Taryn's new podcast, 
housemeetingpod.com about the show Big Brother on CBS. No, CBS, ABC, CBS. Yeah, CBS. Uh, it's great. You should check it out. I'm actually on the last episode that they record. So if you like me, <laughs> <clears throat> bye. Thanks.